Welcome to the Creekwood Church Podcast. Our church exists to lead people to become fully devoted followers of Christ. For that reason, we want to take a moment and let you know about Growth Track. Growth Track is a three-week class designed to help you connect with us, discover who you are, and develop your leadership. Sign up for Growth Track and get more information at creekwoodchurch.com slash growthtrack or on our Creekwood Church app. We hope this message inspires you and helps you discover practical ways to live a life of purpose. Enjoy. Hey, Creekwood, it is uh, incredible that you are uh, joining me today online. This is the first time for us as a church to be having our first service uh, online, and I am so excited about this new season that our church is in. And, uh, you know, even though our uh, church building is closed temporarily, I know that the church is moving forward and uh, you know, it's amazing to think about that all of the families across this city and, and surrounding area, that there are people that are gathered in their living rooms, and you're watching today, and we are one church, and even though we're, we're separated uh, from being in, in a building, we can uh, be together online, and so thank you so much for joining us today, and um, I, I want to share some encouraging words today to you. I know that we are living in some very, very uh, trying times, and to be honest with you, I can, in my lifetime, I'm 53, and I cannot remember a time where uh, this has ever happened. And so I do think more than ever that we need a, a word from God, and uh, I, I want to encourage you today. I hope you've got your Bibles, and I, I want to share some thoughts with you, and if you want to grab your Bibles and Turn to Psalm 16, uh, verse 8, and I'd like to ask you to pray with me today. And again, uh, I just want to say that, that my wife and I, we love you so much, and it's an honor to be your pastor, and uh, I'm really excited about today, and I know that God's going to speak into your life. So would you bow your heads as we pray? Father, thank you for everyone that is joining us today online, and I thank you that Creekwood Church is gathering today. And Father, we are seeking your face, and God, we are thankful, God, for what you are doing in all of our lives. And God, I pray over these next few moments that you would speak so clearly into our lives. We thank you for this in your name. Amen. Now, I know a lot of us, uh, we are at home and wishing we could be together at church, but there are some positives for one, I was thinking about this, is that, you know, this is the first time in our history that we uh, are not experiencing a traffic jam in the parking lot. And I know that's always a thrill to get to be backed up in traffic, but just think about it. You're not in a traffic jam. There's also a new dress code here at Creekwood. Uh, I think, uh, you know, the new dress code is you get to be in your pajamas. Now, I do want to say this is don't get used to it because I don't want you showing up in your pajamas uh, also today, bad news, coffee is on you, and you, you've got to make your own coffee. And, um, but again, um, you know, when you think about what's going on and the times that we are living in, it's hard for us to see past the uh, coronavirus, and I know that there are some real, um, just real, real struggles of there are business owners. There are, are people that uh, are just overcome with fear because you, whether you're elderly or you're a high risk, um, there, there's, 
there's a lot to have fear about. And I really felt strongly uh, today to, to speak into your lives about what, what do we do with this? And, and how, how is it that we can process through this? Because, you know, one of the things that I've learned a long time ago is that just telling myself not to worry um, doesn't work. And um, in fact, when I tell myself not to worry, it I, actually it makes me uh, think about it even more. And I think that works with almost anything, you know. And like, for example, right now, we're not supposed to touch our face. And my wife is always telling me, don't touch your face, don't touch your face, don't touch your face. And it's made me like, I want to touch my face. And like, I haven't picked my nose since I was in fifth grade, but I want to pick my nose so bad. Uh it's just like if I tell myself not to do something, and um, it just makes me want to do it. And just telling yourself not to worry doesn't really work. And there, there's, a, there's, there's something much deeper that I think we as Christ followers have to bring ourselves back to and really understand the fact that um, one of the, the, the problems that, that that why we live in fear, and if you're taking notes today, I want you to write this down, that one of the reasons why we live in worry and fear and, and, and insecurity and all of the stuff that just overwhelms us with the circumstances that we're in, it's, it's because we don't recognize God's presence in the midst of this trouble. You know, I can guarantee you that before the coronavirus, there were other things that caused you to worry. Before we were... Um, uh, uh, in this panic of, of what is going to happen, there were other moments that you had probably a month ago that you were thinking about what's going to happen. And, and uh, you know, with your job or with your kids, you were worried and the anxiety. And so just thinking, well, could this, if this would just go away, then I wouldn't experience the worry and the anxiety. And Again, there's always going to be something. So this isn't a matter of telling yourself not to think about it. It's not a matter of just wishing it would go away. This is a matter of us recognizing that God is with us. And when we forget that God is with us, it's when we experience the fear and, and just the anxiety and the insecurity. The Bible tells us in Psalm 16:8, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. I love that. It says, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. You know, when I can't uh, envision myself beyond the coronavirus and beyond all of this stuff, it's hard for me to have, uh, not to have the fear and the anxiety and the worry that takes over me. But do you know what's powerful is, again, you, you, you don't have to be able to envision yourself beyond all of this. All you need to be able to do is fix your eyes on God. Focus on God during this time. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. What a powerful scripture. John, again, in John 16, Jesus was so clear. The fact that we are going to face problems. And you know that God, he's not surprised. He's not shocked that the coronavirus is, is spreading all over this world. The Bible tells us in John 16, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And again, Jesus spoke into this and told us that we are going to have moments like this, that there are going to be uh, seasons that we're going to go through that we're going to have problems. Romans eight twenty eight. 
says this, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And let me just speak about this for just a few moments. That Do you know that I believe that God is going to do some great things through all of this? You know, if you think about, um, again, our culture has never faced this. And it's so easy for us to take for granted going to church. And it wasn't that long ago that we would sit, you know, a lot of us would sit around thinking about, you know, I don't know if I want to go to church, the sun's out, or I don't know if I want to go to church, it's raining. And we just kind of took it for granted. And this is a moment that, again, that everything has kind of been shut down for this season. And it's just bringing us back to this this moment where we can see that, you know, God is at work. And all things, and he says, and we know that in all things God works for the good, who though, for the good of those who love him according to his purposes. You know, the truth is today, again, if you want to write this down, is that we have to recognize and experience God's presence. When we experience and we recognize God's presence, it changes everything in our life. And, you know, when you're in your home, and I know that is so difficult. Some of you are, are like about to, to like send your kids off to a, a, another, you know, country because you're, you're like they're at home and everybody's at home and you're not used to everybody being at home. And, um, you know, it takes a lot of discipline for you right now to stop and say, you know what, I need to recognize and I need to experience God's presence in the midst of all of this chaos that is going on in my life. So I just want to encourage you to, to, to understand that when you experience God's presence and you stop and you say, you know what, I have got to recognize that God is with me. That's what causes you to be able to remain strong and remain at peace in your life. You know, I love the scripture in Psalms 46.1. It says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. I want you to say that with me and repeat that with me right there in your living room. The Bible says in Psalms 46.1, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Now, if you're sitting next to somebody that did not repeat that, um, I want you to tell them that they need to say it. So let's do this one more time. Uh, Psalms 46.1 says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. So I just want to remind you that the key to getting through this is, is understanding God's presence and God's strength and being, being, being with God and saying, God, you are, you are the one that gives me this peace in my life. Psalms 46.2 says, therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. And, you know, we're living in a time that everything that, that all these structures that we depended on, all these things that we just kind of took for granted, all of these things are, are, are just kind of taken away from us temporarily. And I'm so grateful that even though those things are not there for us right now, we know that, that we don't have to live in fear. Psalms 46, 7 says, The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. You know, the, the application for you today in your life is, is this, that if you're going to experience God's best, even in the midst of the trouble that you're facing in your life, 
is you got to get to a place that you stop struggling on your own. When you struggle on your own, and you can see the signs of this, is that this is why we're in such a panic. This is why when you go into Costco, you can't find toilet paper. And that's beyond me why everybody thought they had to buy toilet paper. And again, everybody thinks that you just got to like, everybody's fighting for this. And we're, we are, are, are struggling on our own. And, and part of this, again, I'm telling you, I think God is going to, to bring things out in our life and show us things about ourselves is that most of us are so used to struggling on our own. And we've, this is why we work the way we do. This is why we do what we do. It's because we have gotten used to struggling on our own. And, and it doesn't work. The Bible tells us that Psalms 4610, it says, and he says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And I love this phrase where it says, be still. It says, be still. And that is so hard. Most of you that, that are watching me right now, you're, you, you have probably, you've been on CNN, you've been on Fox, you've been watching everything. You've been, you know, like, um, finding some kind of project you want to do around the house. And it's just the craziness. And you are like, man, um, I, it's, it goes against our grain. And actually being able to, 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 to just kind of shut it down, the, the Hebrew, um, this phrase, be still, is so, it's so powerful because when you look at what it means to be still, it means to cease striving. You know, for a lot of you that, Today, um, you look back on this week, this is the first time you've had time with your family in a long time. We live in a crazy world, and um, this is the first time in a long time, probably you've not had to chase all over the city for tournaments with your kids, and uh, I know some of you that, you know, you get maybe a half a day off during the week, and um, it's just, it, it's, it's crazy. And being able to understand to just kind of be still and, and look at this very biblical principle that we have, which is the Sabbath. And I, I believe that this, this Sabbath that God has given us is, is really a, a time for us to be able to embrace this as a gift from God. For some of you, this is probably going to be one of the first time that, that you've had a meal together. You're going to cook together. You're going to sit around the table and, and just really experiencing this, this time where you can um, let God speak into your life. You know, I was trying to think of what kind of picture I could give you to really illustrate what it means to be still and to, to really just be at rest and enjoy the sabbatical. Uh, and I, I couldn't think of a better illustration than uh, my, my little dog, Petey, and, and he's with me. He's been uh, taking a little nap all the way during my message. And, um, you know, I, I think that so illustrates what it looks like for us to be at peace. Petey is relaxed and he's sleeping right there because he's next to his master. And, you know, when you're next to your master, you can be at peace. And you lean in and you understand that, you know what, this is not about making, that God just make this all to go away for me to be able to have peace. This is about me recognizing 
I need to experience the presence of God. And being able to be still long enough to let God get my attention. You know, as your pastor, I want you to hear me when I say this. I believe that the greatest days of Creekwood Church are right in front of us. I've said this so many times, and those of you that have been around me for a long time, you know that I say this all the time, and that the the church is not a building. It's the people in it. And you being the church that God has called you to be, you loving in the way that you need to love and care about people. I know right now we we have to to, um, honor what our our government officials have told us to to, um, isolate ourselves in our homes and we can't get out and be around other people. But that doesn't mean that you can't reach out to people. You know, if you're in panic and you're in in this this, um, insecurity and all of this, this... you know, struggling of what's going to happen. You're not thinking about loving on people. But if you're in, in peace and you're being still, you're allowing God to flow through you, you're going to be able to pick up the phone and call somebody to check on them. And there are so many people that, that would love to get a phone call from you and just that you're reaching out to them and loving on them. It's, it's so important. You know, I don't know what God wants to do in your family during this, this sabbatical and while you are still with God, but I pray that this is such a supernatural moment in your homes where God changes everything. That, you know, when we get out of this, and we will get through this, this coronavirus, it, it's going to pass. And I pray that as we get through this, This is not going to be something that we just kind of get through and we go back to being like we were before. But as we get through this, we come out of this totally different. That we are transformed, that we realize the power of of the Sabbath, of being still and being in the presence of God and understanding that it doesn't matter what we're going through in life. What matters is that we are are, are spending time and we are, are, are being in the presence of God. This is why, again, um, when I read God's Word, and I hope, I hope that you as parents will take time to, to read God's Word to your kids. Take time. Uh, you know, I, again, it's very easy to get wrapped up in just watching TV 24-7. Turn it off and, and read God's Word. And, you know, in closing today, and we're, we're going to sing a song in just a few moments, but I, I want to ask you, um, to do three things today. After we, we end our time together and you turn this off, I want to ask you to take your Bibles and turn to Psalms 91 and to read Psalms 91 out loud in your home. I also want to ask you today to, to ask yourself this question. And again, uh, if you're by yourself or you're with your loved ones, maybe go around the room and talk about and share about what is this, this season exposing in my heart? What is this that I think it's so important for us to do this, to really talk about what, what is it that, that, it, that it's exposing about me? And the last thing I want to ask you to do is I, I, want, invi- I want to invite you to pray. Prayer is so powerful. And I know sometimes we we, um, think, you know, we can't pray out loud. And I love the fact that God, God's not looking for perfection. God's just looking for us to be real with him. And God's looking for us to 
just be open in our heart and pray about the fears, pray about the worry and the anxiety that you're experiencing. And, and I, I just, um, man, I, I am excited about this because this is going to awaken something up in families and in, in homes today that, that, that the spirituality is going to rise up because we need God. This is going to be a moment and a time that your kids are going to look back on this and they're going to say, it was during the coronavirus that I saw spiritually something happen in our family. God brought us together. God built us up and God is the anchor of my life. And we're going to sing this song and I'm going to pray over you in just a few moments. And uh, again, uh, those three things, I'd love for you to do that and uh, again, I, w- I just want you to know that I love you, and I am praying for you, and our, our pastoral staff, we are staying connected with you, and if you've got prayer requests or any way that we can serve you, you can call the church or email us. We, we want to be there for you. Let's pray together. Father, thank you. Thank you for your presence. We thank you, God, that, that we can be in our living rooms, um, and God, you can speak into our lives. God, I thank you that we feel your presence right now, God. Father, I pray that you would just empty us of all this anxiety, empty us of all this worry, Lord. Father, I thank you for this, Lord, in your holy name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Creekwood Church Podcast. If you have been encouraged by the ministry of Creekwood Church and would like to partner with us financially, you can give securely online at creekwoodchurch.com or on our Creekwood Church app. For directions, service times, and more information about the ministries of Creekwood Church, please visit our website at creekwoodchurch.com.